South Ridgefield listeners. You might be wondering why a Thanksgiving podcast is coming out three weeks after Thanksgiving. Well, my dad got a new Call of Duty game, and I don't know why he bothers playing it. He's not any good at it. Well, why does he bother with this podcast then? You're, You're about, about to, to listen, listen to the South Ridgefield podcast. Matt Coma was a man, yes, a big man, with a gut like a whale, and wide as a river was he. Matt Coma was a man, yes, a big man. He was huge, he was hairy, and tough as a Slavic pony. From the fat pads underneath old Matt's cheeks to the elastic in his underwear. The gassiest, roaringest, fattiest man in South Richfield, I declare. Matt Coma was a man, yes a big man. And his belt tells the story of old South Richfield's glory. Matt Coma. Hi, this is Kristen Schmidt, and you're listening to the South Ridgefield Podcast, Turkey Edition, starring Scott Luther and Matthew Coma. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving! Hey everyone, it's the South Richfield Podcast. I'm your host Scott Luther and with me as always for this special end of November edition is Matthew Coma. Hey Matt. Hey Scott, how are things there in Richfield? Things are uh, super. It's, it's going to be Thanksgiving in a couple days. Uh, are you ready? I am. I've uh, been putting an extra notch in my belt. So, um, and I went to a resale shop and bought some, bought some uh, maternity pants that I'll be wearing. <laughs> just give myself extra room because I just love turkey. Yeah, me too. Do you like uh, white meat? Do you like dark meat? Do you like uh, a fried turkey, deep fried turkey, traditional roasted? I'll take it all. <laughs> I will take every kind of turkey. I just had the fried turkey recently. Uh, recently, <laughs> last couple of years, <laughs> um, my father-in-law makes it, and it it was it was a damn fine bird, Scott. Mm-hmm. But um, my, what my mom does is she typically makes like three turkey breasts, and then she'll make them with a variety of uh, a variety of methods. One will have um, an herb glaze on it. One will be um, have a saline bath. <laughs> It'll be. Um, raisin, and then a third will be some sort of butterball. <laughs> who, who knows what I've done? But it is all delicious. Mm. Um, and but as far as the white meat goes, uh, or the dark meat, I've really get the meat lately, just because it has um, a richer flavor. But I pour, I put gravy on everything anyway, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to ask you: Are you uh, gravy or no gravy? Well, it's yeah, gravy. gravy. Yeah, duh. yeah. Mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes? Both. <laughs> I didn't like sweet potatoes, though, until I became an, an adult. Right, yeah, me too. I, I got a real hankering for the complex carbohydrates. <laughs> but I, I prefer my sweet potatoes in uh, 
in sort of like a, a sliced fashion rather than sweet potato, like a mashed sweet potato, because it, that can get a little too sweet. Right. I like them kind of my, my pancreas is Yes, that's the way. So they have a little bit of a snap to them. Uh, my pancreas is rebelling against me right now as it is, so I need to watch it. Um, my body and organs will be awash in insulin this, <laughs> this Thursday. Are you a, a fresh cranberry or canned cranberry man? Any more fresh, but I, I do like the classics. That one that is in the shape of a cylinder. <laughs> as it slices out. Yeah. Um, you only eat it once a year, don't you? So, But the fresh cranberries, are, uh, that in, again, in my adulthood, is my palate has matured. I prefer that. How about yourself? Uh, I like I like the the jellied cranberry. Sometimes the the fresh stuff is a little too tart, you know. Yeah, and if you get on your plate, I, I tend not to like to have my food touch. But that cranberry stuff, when it mixes in with some of the other stuff, the tartness and the acidity kind of offsets things a little bit, mm-hmm. and you do get a nice balance. Like if you happen to mix it with some. Like a little bit of turkey or a little bit of mashed potatoes or maybe some stuffing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. It, it's a surprise. I I like only certain foods to mix, so I, I'll mix the mashed potatoes and if there's sweet corn and green beans, those three things plus turkey are good together. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of gravy. Yeah. I don't overdo it. Not a huge gravy person. It, the gravy can make all the difference, really. In that, uh, if you have like this lumpy lardy disgusting gravy it's just the best (laughs) where every bite you're going oh that hurt oh that's so bad if you have something that's runny and it kind of spills everywhere and gets on everything i don't need that i want some stuff that's thick and otter clarging do you like uh do you like to find well your if your mom's doing turkey breast there's not really a wishbone but do you uh do you ever get a wishbone and and pull it well let me phrase that. It's just the breast, two breasts of the bird. Somehow, somewhere along the lines, the wings and the, the legs got shipped out somewhere else. So it is it is a fully uh, boned bird okay. <laughs> that you need to debone. So we'll end up with three wish three wish bones. Okay. Okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't quite sure if you meant just like a boneless breast, boneless turkey oh, breast. No, no, no. This is an actual breast with no wings and legs. Yeah, there's bones, baby. They probably give all those giblets, though. I think they're giving all those turkey legs to Disney World for when they're walking around Frontierland (laughs) with those big turkey legs. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. We've discovered where Disney gets their turkey legs. It's from these uh, breasted turkeys (laughs) or breast-only turkeys. Who knows where the wings are going? but how about that? You know, who doesn't love chicken wings? I love chicken Turkey wings. Turkey wings is just thing bigger, you know? Mm-hmm. And all of this is just fried skin, really. <laughs> That's true. So give it to me as a turkey size. Yeah. Now, uh, since Thanksgiving is coming up, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, Matt, but there's, there's studies done that around this time of year... You might just get dumped, and it's a good time to break up with someone uh, because 
you know, if you're if you're not in a uh, you know if you're in a college relationship, you have a girlfriend, you know, you remember early twenties, you're dating someone, you don't want to spend that whole holiday season with someone you know you're gonna it's not gonna work out. So early November through you know middle of December, that's a that's usually the prime time for breaking up with someone. In fact, there's a there's a phenomenon called the the turkey drop. And are, are you telling me something here, Scott? <laughs> no, no, no. Are, are I, you we're, getting we're a fine. podcast partner? We're, we're fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I thought but, you were trying to, you know, let me down easy, but okay. If uh <laughs> you know, usually well, it, it does it does make a lot of sense because if you kind of hang a little bit longer than mid-December, then you're somewhat obligated for familial interaction with your uh, uh, other with your relationship partner's uh, family, right. and you got to get them a gift. Yeah, so you know, there's really nothing that's terribly sentimental, I suppose, about Thanksgiving, other than that's often the time when. Uh, College sweet, new, newly minted college might bring home their uh, paramour to meet the family. Right, or it could be you know you were and it does. Oh, I was just gonna say you were you could have been high school sweethearts, and you were trying to date through your first year at separate colleges, and then you know you go back (laughs) home for the holidays and you realize this just is not working out. So, oh my gosh! You know, or you're 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 jogging loose in the mixer. <laughs> or you or could have been college sweethearts. Or what, Scott? <laughs> uh-huh. You could have been college sweethearts. Are you to... sure you're not breaking up with me? <laughs> or you could be trying to date in the real world after getting out of college. You know, you're dating all yeah. through college, then you go off into the yeah. real world, get jobs, and then you realize, eh. This isn't working, and if I don't dump this guy now, I'm going to be stuck with him through Thanksgiving, Christmas, and wow. New Year's, and maybe even Valentine's. Surviving you know, that I first have... holiday might be the key. Surviving Thanksgiving might be the key to, to making it all the way through Valentine's. You've shook loose a lot of repressed memories for me, Scott. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to uh, hear that. I, I have been – I'm going back into my past – and thinking of the many, many, many times that I've been dumped, and I do think they all coincide with with a holiday of one form or another. So Thanksgiving, Christmas, is is that the uh, the key for you, or key is that well, the key time for people getting rid of you, <laughs> or have you ever dumped other people on those holidays? Um, I. I don't think that I've officially dumped people. I've, I've insulted people, and they said, I, and I never want to see you again, so maybe that's dumping. Okay. But it wasn't really an official breakup like that uh, on my part. But, I, yeah, I've come to think of it now. I, I've been dumped. Well, Scott, the first time that I was dumped was <laughs> uh, was sort of uh, – I would say that I was dumped so much as kicked to the curb. Okay. Or p- pushed aside. And that was in 
in early August breakup, I think. Um, and then I think that lasted until I was needed to be a, 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 a date for a wedding, and then suddenly I became available or, or interesting again <laughs> because you can't show up without somebody on your arm. But uh, I do remember <laughs> the second time I got dumped <laughs> on a holiday, it was uh, it was a Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. I was dating a girl in Toledo during my college days. And I, I was back at my parents' place, and I, I drove up specifically coming back to Toledo on, on Christmas Eve to spend it with her and her family. And this is at, and I, I made it through Thanksgiving with them. They had a, they had a Thanksgiving thing that I went to, and on Christmas Eve, just after I give her of stylish mittens and some sort of funky necklace <laughs> of some kind, she said, uh, "Well." I think you're just a great person. And suddenly, I just went, Ooh, I think I've got a feeling where this is going. And she proceeded to tell me um, just what an absolutely wonderful person I am. But then I thought, well, if I'm such a wonderful person, why are you about to break up with me? <laughs> but I knew. I'm, she didn't want to buy me a Christmas gift. That's what it was all about, <laughs> I think. That's um, awful. And and she was dating a cop, so oh, so I, I made it back that night on Christmas Eve, uh, back from Toledo for my one day visit. So oh. now the third time I got dumped on a holiday, it was it was uh, Valentine's Day actually, and that one you know, the, the girl and I hadn't been getting along real well. We had sort of come together in uh, an ideal situation. We were a couple of uh, geologists that fell in love with South Dakota and Wyoming. And while you're out there, everything is wonderful and you have no responsibilities or uh, anything else. Um, and you say, hey, she, she's kind of neat looking. But then you get back into <laughs> reality and you, you realize, you know, this, I really don't like you. <laughs> But you want to make it, you want to say no, it's me, it's me. But finally, couldn't stand any more of this stuff, and so on. On Valentine's Day, um, she told me that she was dating a friend of <laughs> a friend of her friend, and had been for a little while. So wait a minute, but we've been going out, and I just got you these flowers. <laughs> she really liked the tulips, though. Oh. <laughs> now the fourth time that I got dumped. Oh, <laughs> on a holiday it was I'm trying to remember it, I, I was taking this girl out on her birthday <laughs> and um, we walked we had like a two mile walk we walked all the way to Fish Pub and um, I think I'm trying to remember where we parked you know it's, it's in, in the in yeah. Peninsula Valley there where it's very scenic and very picturesque so I'm thinking we're going to do this romantic walk and I'm going to take her to this to Fisher's Pub there in Peninsula where I used to work and I was still well-liked and, and beloved among the staff. So I thought I'd look like a big shot. So uh, we, we're walking through there, and I'm thinking, well, she seems a little bit off, you know, but it's her birthday, so maybe she's just, you know, got other stuff on her mind. So we go in, in, into the restaurant. We have a, a nice meal, and the waiter and waitress, or the waitress uh, is a friend of mine, and she treats us great. 
and uh, I, I just get her this the great dinner, and I get, just give her this gift. I think it was like a, a tennis bracelet, and she says, uh, "I've decided to go back to my old boyfriend." Oh, did she uh, keep the bracelet? She did, and um, I, we still had to walk back two miles to oh, get to the car. <laughs> So I thought, well, this is going to be a little awkward. What do we talk about here, I suppose? So, you and uh, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wish you both the best. <laughs> oh, that's awful. That was and before cell phones, another... probably. <laughs> yeah. Where, where she couldn't just call uh, a friend and have them pick her up. Well, you know, the whole thing I'm wondering, you know, I, I didn't really surprise her with all of this. I said, this is what we're going to do. You know, we'll go for this walk. And she'd already gotten back with her boyfriend. So why is she going out and letting me buy her dinner on her birthday and give her a present? You're just so a nice guy. So the fifth time that I got dumped on a holiday. I guess so. Now, let me see. Fifth time I got dumped on a holiday. Well, it's it might happen. It's kind of mad at me. Okay. So, it, it, it's still up in the air right now. Well, if you need a place to there's stay. There's a mat shape indent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> there's a mat shape indent on our couch right now. Gosh. <laughs> now, well, have you, have, do you have any experience with uh, heartache during the holidays? I think I was uh, dumped once. Maybe twice during the holidays. Once, uh, I know for sure, because it was just like two days after Christmas. And, Ooh. of course, you know, she had waited to, you know, accept the presents. But she liked that. But not she didn't like me enough to want to hang out on New Year's Eve, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> just a gift. Just a gift. Thank you. And... The only other time that was kind of awkward like that, I think it was around December. You know, it was between, I think it was between Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas because we had gone to see Holiday and Plaid down at Playhouse Square and we were eating at one of the nice restaurants down there. And I think it was the one in the Hannah building that used to be on the corner there. I don't think the restaurant's there anymore. But we're in the middle of this nice meal and. She says, this is before the play. She says, uh, I want to break up. But then she's the one who starts crying. So we're at a nice restaurant. She's crying. And I didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I just we, got my clams. <laughs> I, I, I might, Are you oh. going to finish that cheese stick? <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to go see the, the show still. So, oh my god! So I, you know, I bought dinner, I bought the show, and then uh, that was it. That was that was the end. So that was really it. I got I got dumped on the last day of school once in uh, seventh grade, but but that I don't really consider oh no. dating because really you couldn't go anywhere, and we never called each other on the phone we were just going together so uh <laughs> she she gave a note to one of her friends to give it to me as i was getting on the bus but um 
But the friend it was a long ride back to Alger. Well, the friend didn't the friend didn't track me down on time, so I was oh. already on the bus, and so uh, she gave it to me at church the next weekend uh, as we were heading to Fort Wayne, Indiana for a, a, a youth group mission trip. So I had a a long ride to, to Jezebel, to Indiana, <laughs> uh, with my heart broken. Oh no! And she was on the bus there. Uh, no, she was not present. The oh, fr- the friend the, had the seen note me. got passed. The note yeah. got passed to me right before the trip. And then in eighth grade, when we got back to school, Mister Tomi, I put her right behind me in health class. Oh no! So there she was, just sitting, sitting there, uh, smelling your silent farts. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Indiana uh. night. <laughs> <laughs> but it all worked out in the end. Oh uh, well, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still friends. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Like, like I said, it was seventh grade. <laughs> Well, isn't it funny how I don't I don't know if you're like this, but you know, just going back, how, how you can mentally get yourself back into that same frame of mind. You know, it's almost like slipping on an old pair of, of shoes, and you, you get that the same feelings of anxiety and uh, uh, nervousness uh, in a situation like that. I guess the, the long and short of it is, is I, I hope that I'm not about to have my fifth breakup because I don't want to be out there dating again. <laughs> I couldn't imagine being on a date right now. So, like, you, you got any brothers or sisters? <laughs> you, 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 oh, you like music, too? That's cool. Oh, you like that kind of music? That's great. It's, uh... You got any pets? <laughs> it would be interesting, but... Uh... <laughs> I, I, not something I want to experience anytime soon, or or anytime yeah, it's, it's later. A world now. In the nursing home, uh, that Sally down in room five hundred three is <laughs> awfully busty. <laughs> I fixed the brakes on her wheelchair so she can't get away from me now. When you have breakups like this um, during the holidays, a lot of times people resort to any sort of or many different kinds of methods of, of coping. And one that I don't recommend uh, is drinking. With that in mind, I've got a great drink here. <laughs> oh, are you going to mix something up live, for us? Live podcast. Is this... uh, because it's the holidays, it is called a maple old-fashioned. Oh, uh, I I've, I've never made this before, but the old-fashioned is my father's favorite cocktail. Whenever we would go to the Brown Derby, he'd say... You know, the waitress would go around asking for drinks, and someone gets. My mom would always get a water, maybe a nice tea, um, and then would come to the kids, and then you'd say, uh, "I want a coke," and my dad would say, "You're only going to drink one." They charge you for refills. <laughs> now, if it was water, you could you could get another one, but. And I remember, I think I told this story before, but when we went to the Olive Garden for the first time, the thing about the Olive Garden was that you had endless refills. And I had been there before with some friends, so I kind of knew this. So as a prank, I kept I ordered my my Coke, and I kept drinking the Coke, finishing it, getting and asking for another. 
drinking it, getting asking for another. And my dad's, I just look over him and I see his head just getting bigger and he's <laughs> getting a look on his face like, I'm going to kill you, son of a bitch. <laughs> but uh, then the bill comes and he looks, oh, oh, it's only a dollar. All right. So you got free refills here. I'll have another old fashioned. <laughs> that one wasn't a free refill. So anyway, what we got here is because it's the the fall holidays, the maple old fashioned. Mm. And uh, typically, what an old fashioned is, it's a it's a bourbon drink with some sugar in it and some bitters and some other flavoring to kind of uh, uh, enhance it any which way the mixologist prefers. So with this one, you take uh, two ounces of rye or whiskey, and in my case, I got some Tennessee whiskey by a good old friend of mine uh, named Jack Daniels. So I'm going to pour two ounces into a cup. No, okay. into a tumbler. Excuse okay. me. I'm doing this right now. <laughs> drip, 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 drip. There it goes. All right, so I have my two ounces in. Mm-hmm. It might also be known as two fingers for the more uh, proficient drinkers out there. Now, one teaspoon of pure maple syrup. We only get our maple syrup uh, from Vermont. Uh, because that's that's the the, the country's best uh, pure organic maple syrup. So I'm dropping that in right now. TCBS, the country's <laughs> best syrup. All right. So, so I have my whiskey and syrup in there right now. Now I'm going to add a dash of Angostura bitters. That just gives a little bit of a bite to it. So I'm going to drop that in here with a little bit of a draft. Let's see if we can hear it. Mmm. Oh, there it goes. Okay. Perfect. Angostura? Angostura. I might be mispronouncing it. Now, the trick to this one is you add a little bit of orange peel. And what you want to do with your orange peel is you want to crush it a little bit so you're liberating those those citric or uh, citric acid orange flavor. So I'm crushing it right now and I'm dropping it in my drink. Are you using a, a mortar and pestle or are you just using your fingers? I'm using my fingers, so right now I smell like Florida. Okay. <laughs> what? You smell like and a nursing la- home. <laughs> and then last but not least, I didn't have this. You're supposed to use one big cube of ice. Okay. Uh, but we don't have anything fancy like that, so I went into our ice maker and I got a bunch of crushed ice, and I'm going to drop that in here right now. But you should use, if you can, one, one large big cube. cube. Okay. All so, right, so I have my ice in there, and now I'm going to mix this all together. Uh-huh. There we go. You hear that? Yep. All right. All right, so everything's all mixed together. It smells delightful. I got my orange. I got my whiskey. I got my ice, my bitters, and uh, here we go. Cheers and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Cheers. Oh, that tastes like hell. <laughs> Is it really bad? No, it's actually great. I see what my dad would always say. Give me an old fashioned. So, and I can make all of these I want without getting charged. So you need, let's review. You need, to make this drink, you need bourbon. Two ounces. Yeah, two ounces of bourbon or whiskey. Whoops. One teaspoon of pure maple syrup. Pure maple syrup from Vermont. From preferably. Vermont, preferably. Yeah, because right. you no. don't want to mess around with 
with uh, Mrs. Butterworth. Or, or <laughs> Log Cabin or Aunt Jemima. Yeah. Uh, a dash of Angostura bitters, uh, some crushed orange peel for garnish. Mix it all together uh, so that the syrup is dissolved and add a single large ice cube. And then sip and enjoy and think back to all the ladies that dumped you around the holidays. <laughs> Here's to you, girls. Aye, aye. They've all married millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> that have 10% body fat. The millionaires, company, so. millionaires have 10% body yeah. fat? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't date a lot in uh, high school and college. So I don't oh. I don't have a ton of, ton of these breakup stories. I, I dated zero in high school. Um, but uh, I made up for it in college a little bit. Well, that's not exactly true. I was in—I was a committed man for a while, uh, but while I was dating her, she was dating her whole college. <laughs> dating in quotes. <laughs> now, I—I I dated a little bit in high school, but it was mostly girls from other schools who had no idea how, um, I guess, weird or strange I was. Because no girls in Revere would, you know, even though I ended up marrying Rachel, that's yeah. a fluke. Um, <laughs> I think I, 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 uh, you I lucked dated, out on that one. Yeah. I dated one girl from Revere really, uh, outside of Rachel and, and that wasn't really until after at the very end of senior year, she probably thought it was safe then because she knew she wouldn't see me after that summer. So... <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the girls I did date lived up in Kirtland, and I dated her my junior year. And this is this is somewhat funny because we we did break up eventually because her parents didn't like me. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, I was a, not like you. I I didn't realize when we started dating that she was a freshman, and I was a junior. So there was a two year oh. age gap, and that was, uh, oh, man. you know, I could drive There's and. <laughs> they got some cults up there in Kirkland too. Yeah, so remember that oh. I I do. And the the woman who just did our opening for this episode, Kristen Schmidt, we were at a Christmas party uh, at work at, at my boss's house, probably about ten years ago or something. And we were there, and I met her husband, and her husband happened to be from Kirkland. And I'm like, oh, I used to date a girl up in Kirkland. I said the the girl's name and she he's like i dated her too so <laughs> eric had dated the same girl after i had and uh someone was listening to our conversation and she she took a minute and she thought and she's like hey i dated her too if <laughs> if you if you kissed gwen and uh-huh. gwen kissed eric and Eric kissed Kristen. It's like you've kissed Kristen. Huh? Because we all... <laughs> oh, I guess. So it's like I, I have... in some strange... In some strange sort way, of way, I have kissed mm-hmm. one of my co-workers because her husband dated the same girl I did. Wow. Very fascinating. Now, have, have you and I then ever kissed 
Oh, uh, let's see. <laughs> well, let's the same see. person? Okay, yes, we have. Because I know yeah. what happens okay. in those girls' college dorms at Bowling Green. Oh, where Where yeah. your old girlfriend and my wife were roommates. Oh yes, and things have a lot of experiments. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, oh. <laughs> we did go on that double date once to the Olive Garden. All I remember is, <laughs> yeah, All the drinks. You you just kept ordering <laughs> refills of Coke. <laughs> I got the endless uh, breadsticks and salad, and <laughs> you know what I got that that and Rachel does remember this. We went to the Olive Garden and Mommy, and uh-huh. I got the uh, the Italian sampler. They had like the three different appetizers, like those mozzarella triangles and whatever yeah. else was on it. Everything fried. Toasted ravioli. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Everything fried. But she does remember that. Obviously, you don't remember our double date. You know, I, I'm lucky if I remember to wear pants in the morning. <laughs> Anymore, it, uh, could, it could be that you no, want to be I, I somewhat it. do. You thought, oh, maybe it'd be fun. Do? It'd be fun to get together. You know, Rachel, she's roommates with. Uh huh. You know, I don't know if I should say her uh-huh. name, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so now, the question is, which holiday did Ginger dump me on? <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, oh, I forgot about that one. You know, there was a Christmas, another Christmas breakup. Then. Oh, I just gave away the answer. <laughs> it's all's well that ends well because right. um you ended up with a lovely lady there with rachel and i got my wife <laughs> and she is lovely let me say who who's Pen- that penny oh yes oh of course we're facebook friends <laughs> yes <laughs> that's about it though in real life she wants nothing to do with me that makes two of us. We got a lot in common, Scott. No wonder we're such good friends. So uh, maybe we'll go to the Bare Naked Ladies concert up at the Toledo Zoo in uh, in June. That I would, think that sounds great. That would be fun. You know, we went. Uh, we usually go with Dean and Shelley here in Cleveland, but the last time we went, Rachel passed out due to extreme heat and not eating anything all day long before we went to the concert. And then having a beer. Oh my goodness. It was not a good scene. And we were like in the middle of the fourth or fifth row. It's like nine o'clock at night, but it's 86 degrees downtown at, at the Nautica Pavilion. Jacob's Pavilion now at Nautica. Bare Naked Ladies is blasting. Rachel Hentman had started complaining that she wasn't feeling well. So I went and got her some water. And then... Next thing you know, she's her eyes are glazed over, and it was scary. I could not communicate with her. I'm like, we have to get out of here. You thought she might have had, it might have been like a Woodstock flashback. She took the brown acid. <laughs> so then she. But no, she, she collapsed. She really glazed over, yeah. Her, right? Yeah, Uh-oh. and she, she fell onto the uh, seats. Well, I caught her, but um, and then we proceeded to carry her out. And I'm like, oh, I hope none of her students are here thinking <laughs> Mrs. Luther has had too much to drink. <laughs> it was an extreme heat situation. And uh, and I think her skirt rode up a little 
high as we were carrying her out, out to the oh, medical no. tent. So, insult to injury. Yeah. So that was. Ugh, that was a scary. That was a scary situation. I've never had anything like that happen to me. So they, she, uh, they pump her full of fluids, or uh, they, she come back for the for she, the encore at least. She, she no. <laughs> oh. She, she didn't do a curtain call. She came to as we were carrying her out. Um, me and some brawny dude. They did. I did take her to the hospital. Afterwards, we got home. Dean and Shelley drove us home, and then I took. I proceeded to take her to the uh, to the hospital just just as a precaution, and I think they gave her an IV. So and a Snickers bar <laughs> and a Snickers. Yeah. I think on the way home we stopped at like the gas station and got Gatorade and stuff like that. But well, good because if you would have had that Snickers bar in the hospital, it would have cost you eight hundred and forty dollars. Right. So that's a rip off. And they, yeah. <laughs> as long as that Snickers was in network. In network. In network Snickers. If it was out of network, if you went for the Mars bar, forget it. That one's uh, off formulary. Uh, you'll need to get a prior authorization before we can give you this Mars bar. <laughs> then your doctor's calling. She needs the Mars bar, not the Snickers. Try the generic. Uh, try the Clark. I need twelve ounces of nougat. Stat. <laughs> well, uh, passing out is a, is a very scary thing. I I had never passed out. There's the past tense of the word until very recently. Oh. Uh, for for work, I took a plane flight out to. Portland. I was uh, giving a speech out there, talking at a conference. And Portland is at a different uh, time zone than we are, and the, just the way everything fell, I had to be fully dressed in my suit uh, before heading out. And I'm a, I'm kind of a bigger guy, but I still have my clothes from when I wasn't as big a guy. So everything's a little bit tight and constricted, especially my shirt collar. Um, so. It, it's a little tight, and much like Rachel, I don't think I ate that that morning. I think I might have had a, a, a cup of coffee, and that was about it. Were you wearing a tie? Well, anyway, with your suit. I was wearing a tie. Yeah, okay. I was fully. I was the best dressed person on the plane, for sure. You know, maybe they would have given me a, a bump up to, to first class. You, sir, come right this way. <laughs> this man knows how to travel. But uh, no, that wasn't the case. Row 23, you can now see. That was my situation. With the rest of the vermin. So, I, I find my seat, middle seat, in a row of three seats. And um, I have this, uh, in the window is a, um, a, a woman, a smallish woman who's sitting there. And instantly she's asleep on the window. And, you know, with everything that's going on lately, I want it to be absolutely clear that I was not passing that line that separates the seats. I didn't want to give her any feeling whatsoever that, that I'm encroaching on her area. So on my right side, I'm hunched in. But on my left side, there's no one to sit next to me. And again, I'm a bigger guy. I'm over 250 feet husky. <laughs> Thanks for the post, <laughs> by the way. Oh, you're welcome. Sitting down next to me is a guy that makes me look slim. He had to be 350 easily. And he's not dressed to travel. <laughs> he's got on 
some sweatpants that are cut off at the knees, um, a tank top. It, it's cold, but you know when you're a bigger person, you don't feel temperatures. And he's wearing flip-flops, and he just spills into this seat and lays down next to me. And it's an early morning flight, like 5 in the morning that we got to get out. And, and I think, oh, boy, this is going to be great. So he has – while I have reservations about encroaching upon this lady next to me, he has no compunction whatsoever about violating that imaginary line that separates the two seats. And as soon as the plane takes off, he goes to sleep. And as a bigger guy, as you might imagine, he's a snore. And because it was early morning, I don't he took advantage of oral hygiene. Oh. He just came onto the flight without brushing his teeth. So he's asleep with his head cocked over right towards me, snoring rancid snoring bacterial breath right in my face and it is foul scott i tell you it is foul now if our listeners aren't familiar with the geography of the united states port was located on the pacific coast it's about a four and uh four hour 45 minute flight <laughs> and on my right side, I'm scrunched in because I don't want to be a perv. On the left side, I'm scrunched in because I'm forced to because of Tyrannosaurus breath that's right next to me, breathing on me. And again, I'm a bigger guy. My two shoulders are practically touching as I'm hunched in, trying to hold this position of not violating space over here and wanting to just get away from this guy over here. And I suddenly get a very strange feeling. And then my feet start to get tingly. Like, oh, this isn't good. I was thinking, this might be what hell is like. Maybe I died and I'm in hell. I'm not sure. But I, I think I, I got to get out of the seat because I'm going to be making a mess from, from one of my orifices. <laughs> it's going to be happening. <laughs> so I push, the, I, I push the blob over. I got to get out of here. And just as I'm getting up, a mother and her, her son get up right in front of me, and they walk back towards the bathroom. And... The, the boy goes into the bathroom and mother looks back at me like, what are you going to do? And I'm, what I proceeded to do was feel the seat brush up against my forehead. And I was thinking, oh, that's the seat. And I was out. I passed out right then and there. The next thing I know, I, I wake up. Uh, I'm in the, the back row of, of the, the plane seats. My coat is off. My, my suit coat is off. My tie is, is gone. My shirt is open. And I'm thinking, did I get in the Mile High Club? And I didn't know. <laughs> but then I start realizing I'm feeling a little bit chilly. They, I, I feel like I've I got ice packs all around me. The a flight attendant somehow, some way, picked me up off the floor and put me in the back row. Nobody happened to be there. And they had me packed in ice. I have ice all around my neck and ice on my chest. And they're they're... They're, they keep coming over and saying, are you all right? Are you okay? They, they're taking my pulse and blood pressure, and you know, I'm coming to them. What in the heck happened? And I realized, uh, I think I just passed out. And you know, at this point, I'm really embarrassed. It, even more so because they say, well, uh, I've contacted the pilot, and if we need to, we can make an emergency landing. And I said, oh, no, no, no. I don't want to land in um, Boise, Idaho. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> so... And I'm perfectly fine. And like I said, I'm embarrassed. And, you know, they asked, did you have anything to eat today? And I said, no, no, I didn't. You know, in the plane flights anymore, they offer uh, you food or whatever, uh, but it costs $10 a meal. And 
back there passed out. They just keep giving me the food. So I think I had about $200 worth of airplane food. <laughs> they kept feeding me. And uh, I'm thinking, man, this is maybe the way to go. <laughs> I had the whole back row to myself. I had these beautiful flight attendants checking in on me, making sure everything was all right. And all the food I wanted. <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty sweet deal. <laughs> Damn it, um, Jim. He needs more cookies. Then, uh, <laughs> and then I, I would say this uh, for all our listeners out there. If you have an opportunity to fly Alaskan Airlines, I highly recommend it, especially if you have uh, perhaps a low blood sugar that you didn't realize. <laughs> So did you get they to, took great care of me? And did, did um, you get to stay in the back row then for the remainder of the flight? Well, they asked if I wanted to go back, and I said, "No, no, 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 no. I think I need to stay back here." Yeah. So for the remainder of the flight, I stayed back there. It was great. Did it someone retrieve glorious. your stuff? Um, the cleaning crew did. Oh god! <laughs> because I'm the very last person to get off, and and the way these the the flights, I guess, take off, they had a cleaning crew right on top of there cleaning everything out. They grabbed my stuff, my bag, because it was, looked like I was left behind. Uh-huh. And fortunately, the flight attendant said, no, that's for the, the fat guy that passed out <laughs> in the back. And so they, they knew who I was. Oh, good, good. <laughs> so they got all my stuff. And I, I, I went off and I took an Uber over to the uh, seminar, gave my speech to only three or four snoring people. <laughs> the rest were wide awake. Um, and everything went off without a hitch. Were there really only three or four people at the at the uh, seminar, or was it a full house? Oh, it was a full house, but the, there were three or four pe- people that were okay. snoozing at that point. <laughs> I had to do a Texas road show once <laughs> and uh, travel around the great state of Texas to, to you know medium-sized cities like Beeville and and Victoria. In some of these cities where I went to give my my speech, we had zero people show up. Uh, it was we had zero. What do, you, what do you do? We we were mandated by the state that we had to give training sessions to these pharmacists. I went to train them, and you know you just advertise. The, you know we're offering these sessions from eight to nine or whatever. Uh, at the Beeville Public Library, show up if you want, and nobody showed up. <laughs> A lot. We we tried to get people to sign up ahead of time, so we 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 would know. So like in Amarillo, we had maybe twenty people, but then in some of the smaller cities, we had absolutely nobody. I think there were two or three cities where I went to give a speech to an empty room. Those were uh, those Texans don't like to have stuff mandated to them. Those were <laughs> those were short days, and then we drove on to the next city, and those were long it was, car it rides. It was a free speech. Yeah, yeah. It, they were they were free, weren't they? That was the problem. See, if people pay, they're they're locked in. At, at the conference I was speaking at, people had to pay, so oh, okay. They had to stick around. <laughs> Not because it was interesting, but. They wanted to get their money's worth. Oh. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you, Matt, that you passed out. I've never I've, – I've always had very pleasant traveling experiences. I don't leave my seat ever. I, well, I yeah. take, take a window seat and I just sit there. I don't use the bathroom ever. I don't want to inconvenience anyone. <laughs> yeah. 
You're, you're the guy that everybody's looking at going, what's what's that weird guy's problem? He's not moving. What's his deal? I'm not moving. He just keeps looking out the window. Is that a real person? Oh, I don't look at the window. I look at the person in the middle seat the whole time. <laughs> Breathing shallowly. <laughs> Do you want to play words with friends? <laughs> I, I don't need to travel too much. Um, period. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't get to travel much. But after this last experience, um, I think I'll... I'll, I'll hang up my traveling shoes for a while. Oh. I did love Portland. I would love to head back out there again. Did you watch that show Portlandia ever? Yes, it's pretty funny. It is. Rachel and I love it. Put a bird on it. <laughs> and it's on Netflix. Uh, so you can actually, you can watch it whenever you want. Yeah, we we let the Jack has started to watch it, and I've seen it before. And again, I just don't know if this is appropriate. <laughs> but it's too funny. It is. Oh. He, he gets He's gotta it. Learn sometime. He gets it. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was his age, I, I was watching Animal House and uh, other stuff that right now I go, uh, kids clear the room. You know, and they're. I was watching horror movies where people are getting chopped apart at age eight. Uh, so maybe that's why I am the way I am right now. Is Jim three years older than you or two? He's two. Two. All right. Two years older, yep. He he is, that makes him 47 right now. And a half. And a half. <laughs> yeah, Nolan and Wade are the same age apart then. And two years? Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if Nolan will be showing Wade horror movies in a couple of years. They started watching Futurama, and I know you love that show. Yeah. That's all they've been watching for, like, like, the last four or five days. I'm like, you're watching Futurama, and I'm like, you got to get in the shower. Just after this episode. Uh, And then I finally, the episodes never end, it seems like, so I'm like, now. You got to go to bed. So I know what we'll probably be seeing a lot this Thanksgiving weekend. A lot of Futurama. Probably. That's the thing about Netflix is there is no break. You can, your child, not you, but your child can whittle away a whole afternoon just watching TV. Hey. Not like we didn't do that with Tech Mobile, so. (laughs) Those were 12 hour marathon sessions uh, in college. Right. Hey, speaking of college, uh, Matt, we, we got an email from one of our old college roommates, Mike Alexander, to the South Richfield mailbag. So, Matt. No uh, kidding. At uh, southrichfield at gmail.com. Southrichfield at gmail.com if anybody wants to send an email. But uh, Mike Alexander writes Hey, guys, you really need to make more episodes. I get to twitching when there are long gaps between shows. I got a fever and the only cure is more. South Richfield, step it up. Mike. Now, I don't know if my my mic voice is as good as yours, but we're trying. We'll get more episodes out here. It's a holiday season. It's, yes. And uh, thanks for contacting, Mike. It's great to hear from you. We should get together. If we can over the holidays, 
And I thought your mic voice was just fine, Scott. Absolutely just fine. Thanks. <laughs> it was Ace's buddy. <laughs> Way to go, Scoots. Did you, <laughs> Did you see that post Mike put on Facebook with that refrigerator and that freezer? Yeah, that was from the 1960s. They still had frozen food in there. So uh, Mike works at the Wooster Appliance Center. Yeah. yeah, Mike works at the Wooster Appliance Center. And he he had to take an old free fridge out of someone's home, and they did not uh, remove the items from the refrigerator. the The freezer was completely frozen over, and it took days to thaw out. And at some point, a Tupperware container of applesauce labeled 1963 came out of that freezer, and I swear. Mm. That that freezer, that Tupperware reminded me exactly of how my grandma used to freeze applesauce in those same <laughs> Tupperware containers, and she'd have them in her deep freezer. That's that's crazy. Oh, Rachel's that gonna sneeze. Old, it's, it's... There she goes. Oh, <laughs> bless you, Rachel. Bless you. We At we that have age. That's no longer applesauce. That's apple cider sauce. I. Gotta think. <laughs> Oh, Rachel says she froze a guinea pig once. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it was dead. And it was raining. It was and dead and raining. And I couldn't bury it. And I couldn't throw and, it in the dumpster. And she couldn't bury it, and she couldn't throw it in the dumpster. So I froze it until I could bury it. <laughs> she froze it until she could bury it. That's good. Hey, that's what you got to do sometimes. A fair weather funeral friend. Well, I think we, we beat this one to death. We did. We did. This is a long episode. Let's put it in the oven for four hours. Baste it every now and then. Squeeze some oranges on top of it and just leave them in there for flavoring. We, we should have announced salt to taste. We should have announced at the beginning of the podcast that this episode was going to last as long as it takes for you to roast a turkey, so you can listen while you're cooking. Yes. In fact, I think we should just keep going. Make it the full three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're interested in uh, getting in touch with us, you can reach us many different ways. Uh, visit our Facebook page at South Richfield, uh, on Twitter at South Richfield, and you can email us, southrichfield at gmail.com. Southrichfield gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. we'll talk about you, like we did for Mike Alexander of Worcester. I tell you, Mike has helped me out. I, I, in a past episode, I had some questions about uh, dishwashers, and he he was a fountain of information and helped me out, and I picked a nice Bosch. Didn't buy it from him, though. Maybe someone. I don't from, know if they deliver this far. <laughs> Maybe someone from Alaska Airlines will contact us after this episode and give us some advice on flying. Uh, yeah, or uh, how to pack a fat man in ice. <laughs> Maybe don't wear a, a complete suit jacket, tie, and tight shirt buttoned all the way up until... You, I mean, you can put that stuff on after you land. Well, I was... It was all a timing issue. Like, when I was done from the airport, I got over to the uh, to the uh, conference, and I was speaking. So I didn't have time to even check in to the hotel before I had to start... Oh, you can put start. on a tie, though, in the car. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Well... In all honesty, I have to say there was probably a little bit of vanity involved with this. Looking back <laughs> in on it. 
I'm the best looking man on this flight. <laughs> I'm dressed like it's the 1960s. You know, I like to look Early good 1960s. when I get on the it's plane not all too. That hippie crap. <laughs> I like to look yeah. good. I like to look. Well, good. I, you know, you, you hope that something does come of it all, like, of your efforts that you you either catch the eye. Not that anything's gonna happen, but you just like to have, <laughs> let the attendant know that there's the opportunity. You're not flying what with happened? no chump. You're flying with Matt Coma. Right. Yes. And when you roll with this, you roll with some class. You know? Right. You do things right. You know what? I uh, like that. So, but, mm-hmm. I like the way I you... I think that's what this world is missing. Because you have some fat slob sitting next to you with cut-off gray sh- sweatpants and flip-flops in a tank top. When it's 37 degrees outside, we're taking casual Fridays a little bit far here. (laughs) It was a Monday. (laughs) Let's class up the joint a little bit here. Have some some shame and have a little bit of dignity, everybody. You know what? I'm going to wear a suit and tie next flight out to Arizona. Not me. I'm going flip-flops and fat man pants. (laughs) I'll tell you what happens. Hopefully, hopefully, I don't pass out. I've been very oh, I, fortunate. I, I, I want to hear with that. You know, I think you, you look nice. You look the part. People give you a little. People treat you the way you're dressed. It's just how it is. I mean, had I dressed like the fat man, they probably would have just left me on the floor there. But because <laughs> <laughs> when I, he might have come back from wandered back from first class drunk or something like that, <laughs> so he picked me up. <laughs> And they took care of me, and I got all that free food. Yeah. I tell you, if, if I was dressed in flip-flops and a tank top, I would have not got any of that food. You pro- <laughs> you're probably <laughs> right. I think you, you have a valid point there. Yes. Well, anyway. say, dress like the job that you want to have. You know, Dress like uh, you, you need to to get free food. <laughs> well, That one didn't work. <laughs> It didn't land. I thought I had something there, but it didn't land. It landed. It, it crash landed. <laughs> yes. Well, I hey, hope. Well, uh, I hope I you have a good Thanksgiving. This, but I hope you. Well, thank you. I hope you do too. Um, and it sounds like you guys are going to have a big house. We're, we'll have about thirty people. Wow. So that means three turkeys is my guess. Well, three turkey breasts with wishbones. And all the fixins. Mm. Mm. Be sure to tell your folks and Rachel's parents, happy Thanksgiving. And to all our listeners out there, thank you for listening. And yeah. I wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. And I hope you're as tipsy as I am right now because I've made two drinks <laughs> on top of the one that I made. And then I had one before I even started. So I have four drinks in right now. Yes. No, just for fun. <laughs> Yeah, that was a live test. I didn't even try it beforehand. It turned out, I, I think I, I understand why I did. would always get the old fashioned. Um, I'm gonna try that. I'll so I wish all our listeners, I wish all our listeners uh, a very happy Thanksgiving. Write in. We'll talk about you on air, even if you say mean stuff. Happy start of the holiday season. Yeah, and uh, I hope nobody gets the only thing getting break broken up are, are those wishbones and uh, yeah, no relationships. Unless our listener is, listeners are the ones doing the dumping, then, yeah. uh, you know, send in your breakup stories. 
Yeah, that, that's it, listeners. Send in your breakup stories. We'll read them on air so you can relive the heartache and the pain. <laughs> All right. Have a good uh, good holiday, South Richfield. 